Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. You are here for an extremely special episode. It's already there in the title. We don't need to hide it. We have a special guest. But I have to, as always at first, say hello to my big brother, Rich. You doing well tonight? Wait a minute. Did you even totally introduce yourself? I'm, who cares about me? Okay, I can tell you're already <laughs> flustered because, you know, I mean, you, your intro is always like spot on to where I was able to get Michael Beck to copy it last week. Um <laughs> I, I'm doing well. I, I'm psyched. I'm pumped, uh, tickled to death with our special guest tonight. Um, all day, there was only, you know, two special words that come to mind, but I'm going to save them for the end of the show. You got to save them for the end of the show. And I'll, I'll, I guess I should go ahead and introduce myself. I am, of course, as always, Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And I don't want to wait any longer. We have a very special guest tonight. We have Sam Highsmith father of Steelers outside linebacker Alex Highsmith joining us tonight. Mr. Highsmith, how are you? I am feeling great. I have worked around the house all day, so I'm relaxing. It's just good to be part of this great show. I've seen your show many times on YouTube, so I am felt kind of special that you actually asked me to be a part of it. So I'm looking forward to it. That's funny because we're the ones who feel special because you're willing to come be a part of it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Is that how you feel, Rich? Oh, absolutely. So, so um, you, you mentioned before we came on that uh, that that you were a principal for 20 years. Yes, uh, I was educator almost 30. I taught um, high school social studies, then went to grad school, became administrator, and assistant principal for 
wow, from 01 through, I think it was 2012, and been a principal from that point to now. Um, I'm technically on um, leave now. I'm on family medical leave. My mother is 93. Um, had several health issues going on. I looked at saved up a lot of sick days, so I was able to go out and basically help her at home, do the cooking, help my son when I need to help him. So it's just been kind of a, a good time that I've had. But yeah, a lot of years in education and um, I've seen a lot of things. Well, both Rich and I, we are, well, I would say I was, I was a high school physics teacher for over 10 years, um, who now for the past 10 years, I've been on a leave of absence um, as a stay-at-home dad and a, and a homeschooling dad. And um, through through everything here with with COVID, and Rich is actually in higher education. Um, yeah. I, so I was actually spent four years teaching middle school and high school math, and then transitioned my way over to um, higher ed and work in student affairs. So, awesome. yeah, my and, wife is a math teacher in high school. Mm. Yeah, and not only that, Rich. Spent it was eleven years at eleven one, years one coach Tomlin's alma mater of William and Mary, so yeah. um, that's where he was um, previously to where he was now. But let's we just kind of getting familiar with each other, letting each other know that we you know have some similar similar I guess educational backgrounds or just with with education, yeah. and um, we're doing this as as a Father's Day you know lead up the week of Father's Day. We want to talk about you know, being, being a father of the Pittsburgh Steelers, but to, to get there, I I have three kids myself. My kids are going into eighth grade, fifth grade in kindergarten. Rich has a daughter who just graduated high school. His son just finished his freshman year of high school. Tell us about the Highsmith clan. We know about Alex. Tell, tell us about the family. Well, the leader, the maid trucks, my wife, um, we met when we were both teaching high school in Wilmington at a school called Hoggard High School. And actually Hoggard is my alma mater. I graduated. I'm from, I'm a native of Wilmington. My wife is from the West part of the state. Uh, we met there. Um, Alex is the oldest. Uh, and I have a daughter who's two years younger. Um, my daughter is Lauren. Lauren graduated from UNC Chapel Hill, which is my college all water, um, this past December. And she is trying to transition into graduate school. She's trying to see what she wants to do. She is um, spent this last semester as a teacher assistant in um, special education class just to kind of learn that part she does have some interest in school psychology or just psychology in general um pretty much you guys know what Alex does he graduated from Charlotte uh, <laughs> oh yeah he is um still playing this game called football and that's been fun um both my kids are engaged and both plan to be married next year so we're oh. gonna have a wow very both very next busy year? 2022 Yes, wow. Lauren has wow. her date set for end of March the 26th. And Alex and Alyssa have not come up with a date yet. They're they're working on sometime between Lauren's wedding and mini camp. <laughs> so <And> that's <laughs> <the problem. laughs> gotta gotta work that out there. Yes. So well, um, you know, Mr. Highsmith, you know, couple things we were kind of wondering, you know, being a father of an NFL player, for you as the dad, when did you first really feel that Alex had a chance to play in the NFL? At what point in time was that for you? I'll remember it 
Very well. Um, we were sitting in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, it was his junior year. And the team's record wasn't great, but we had a really good defense. Uh, I would say y'all defense was, for a while, against the run, they were in the – run was pretty good. Maybe in the top ten of scoring, they were in the top ten in the country. They actually were really well. They lost a lot of close games. Um, when you we knew – I think that was the last year before they changed coaches. So we knew this was a down year. We had a chance to play with them. But he started in the first drive and got a sack. Um, then he, in the next drive, he got a tackle for loss. And it just was like, I mean, he, I've heard his name called out, but sitting there in that stadium and hearing um, Alex Hosman from the tackle. And after a while, when he got another sack, people were like looking at me. It was turning around looking like, what's going on? And I was doing this, I, I don't know. And, it just blew up because um, that weekend after the game and the next day, we just heard what the SEC reporters were saying and just were very impressed. And a lot of it was kind of against Tennessee. You know, look, what are they doing letting this um, non-power five team come in here and do all this? But there were a lot of people who made some very positive comments about our son. And at that moment, I said, oh, my goodness, this is really a, a chance that he can do this. And um from that point, um, he finished the season strong. Um, he had a lot of preseason accolades. Um, the conference recognized him as one of the possible American. He was on the Bednarik watch list for defensive player of the year, and there were a few other things. So we felt good. He, his first team all-conference, um, as a junior, his first year starting. So we knew he had continued this escalation over his entire career from the time he got to Charlotte, and actually goes back to high school. Um, and at some point, if y'all ask about that, I'll kind of give you the, the pre Charlotte days. But um, he just continued and he just had the super, super years of seeing. If you remember the numbers, mm-hmm. um, 15 mm-hmm. sacks, 21 and a half tackles for loss. And it was so cool watching all year, seeing him and seeing him right behind the leaders, the great Chase Young. And he's right with him. And, and to, to me, getting the third team AP All American was, was really amazing and, and exciting. And, um, that point we were like, who, where is he going to play? And and early on, it's kind of like, you know, we were just excited about the opportunity. I mean, late, late round pick, <laughs> um, walk, not walk, what do you call it? Um, uh, unsigned free, you know, all those things. Um, mm-hmm. Undrafted free, excuse me. Yes. We were just excited about the opportunity. We knew it was an opportunity, but we were, to say we, we thought he would be a third round pick. Uh, we, <laughs> well, very pleasant I'll- surprise. I'll be honest with you. There was a lot of times we were running mock draft simulators and things like that, that his name was right there for the Steelers third round pick as a, as a suggestion. And I always said, when it comes to players from a small school, when it comes to the Steelers, I don't try to guess what they're going to do because they know what they're doing. They know, you know, those non-power five schools, they can find the talent and they can figure it out. If I think I'm going to guess who they're going to take from a, from a program like that, I'll never get it right because they are so much better at it than me. But our own Shannon White um, from our website, he was actually um, – he, he filled in last night on the Steelers Hangover. If any of you didn't catch that, he was on there with Brian and Tony. He had, he had Alex pegged to the Steelers in the third round the whole time. We even ran a contest trying to predict – who the Steelers first two picks in the draft. And, you know, we did it as a giveaway. He had, he was the one person who had Alex Highsmith, Pittsburgh Steelers round three. That was pretty impressive. But uh, you, you talk about, you know, you were at that game. Do you get to 
most of or all of Alex's games have, I mean, even through like with college and last year, what, what kind of, what's your attendance? We normally tried to get to when he was playing, um, even his redshirt freshman, redshirt sophomore years, when he was just coming in daily. We went to over mm -hmm. half of the games. Um, we didn't travel right. to all of them because oh. he wasn't starting. His first start was redshirt freshman year, the starter, him having a concussion. And the bad thing about it, it was in San Antonio, it was Thanksgiving weekend. Plane tickets were crazy. They were four or five hundred dollars. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I almost drove out there. I really, really, really almost did. But I just said, no, he won't. He had his first career sack, of course, the game I missed. Um, but his senior year, we went to every game. We just budgeted it. Right. We, we, were at, we were at all 13 because we got a bowl game, the school's first bowl game that year. Playing the bowl was really cool. So seeing the progression he made that year uh, was just really good. And when he, when he didn't have a great game, he would always come back and talk about what he could have done better. So he was still never satisfied. And we saw that um, the Clemson game, um, the two games, remember the Clemson game and the Old Dominion, but Clemson, um, I just wanted them to just do okay. I mean, I, I knew he would, wouldn't like, dominate, obviously, but just to compete. And he, and he did that. And um, oh, yeah. to hear, to hear um, excuse me, oh, wow, name drop. Can't believe I can't think of Clemson's coach's name right now. Um, coach Sweeney. Oh my God! Yes, um, say <laughs> that was when he talks about your kid and says this kid that, that number five, and that came kind of a. I put that on so many tweets after that, and I'm glad <laughs> that number five, and it was surreal hearing him say those things. And we ran into um, Coach Venerable um, at the award ceremony. It was in Charlotte. It was um, one of the defensive player of the year now forget which one exactly but the charlotte football club was the one was the um, sponsor of that award so they they recognized area players so they recognized him and all of the other schools in the area and got to speak to um coach venerable because he was there with um I'll tell you i didn't have him sleep room uh, the kid was drafted by the cardinals it was so good um I oh, he was there with i him. can't think of it either <laughs> um isaiah isaiah um simmons yes Yes. But okay. as soon as we went over there, he remembered Alex. And he was just as nice as he was. Oh, yeah, we knew. I mean, we had you on that board, and we could not believe that you were a walk-on. I mean, I was mm -hmm. sitting there going, this is this is crazy. This is yeah. my son he's talking about. This guy's been coaching the national championships games for basically every year except a couple. So we knew it was coming, and uh, but it's still that call. Um, and mm -hmm. all that was just—it was amazing. I, um, I don't know if this will be one of the calls, but I will want the questions. But I will say this: um, COVID messed up all the in-facility visits. Yeah. So he was supposed to go to Arizona, supposed to go to—I won't say Philadelphia, somewhere else, maybe Houston, and I know Pittsburgh. But um, he had the Zoom call with mm -hmm. Tomlin and Colbert, and. I just remember saying, hey, leave the door open. I just want to hear, I want to hear Tomlin's voice. I mean, he has that, <laughs> that voice is just so unique. So I'm sitting there and Alice is talking, so I cracked the doors upstairs and I heard them talking and laughing. And I said, oh my goodness, this is really real. And he came downstairs and said, I, I like them. I just, I, I hope I get a chance to go there. So wow. yeah, and that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, uh, Dave, we had a couple super chats. Come yeah, I was going to get them. Uh, first of all, I'm going to bring up Shawnee through $2, yep. $2 in the tip jar. I'm not going to ask this question yet. I was saving this one. But, Sean, okay. we will come back to this. I want to at least bring it up before I disappeared. So we had that one because um, that is one we are going to answer later. Um, then we have Wes. Wes Hickok, a regular here with the show, puts $5 in the tip jar. Thank you, Wes. He says, an absolute honor to hear you talk to us. I've enjoyed our conversations on Twitter. Welcome to the show, Mr. Highsmith. So uh, we we do I really appreciate you, Wes, being here. <laughs> yep, I saw the picture. I do recognize you. Um, and what I do on Twitter is what I do, and have done any group or organization my son's been a part of. From the time we were in mm -hmm. Pot One football, mm -hmm. through Little League baseball, through the rec basketball and travel baseball, and all of it. I mean, the, the families and, and the friends were were all part of this, and I was always only interacting with everyone. I think it's just my kind of education, just. Talking to people, knowing yeah. people. And um, I jumped on Twitter. It's probably our senior year when I really jumped on it. And I had a lot of the, the 49ers people um, <laughs> following me. And I had a lot of, and actually when I met him at games, it was really cool. I remember this one guy came down, your house is that? So he, he was had a few, a few to drink. So he came out doing <laughs> this big bear hug. And it was just really cool. And, and I, I really am looking forward to this season seeing. A lot of the people that I actually have communicated with on Twitter, I actually meeting them. Um, not that I, I, I'm no one. I'm just, a, I'm just a proud father. I love people, and I just look forward to those interactions. Wow, that's fantastic. So, Sam, when, <clears throat> how much did you know about the Steelers before Alex was drafted by them? I mean, did you totally understand their tradition, especially when it comes to the outside linebacker position? And, you know, did, did you know a lot about that before he was drafted? I, I would say yes, I had a good understanding. Um, I grew up, I graduated high school in 79, so I remember the, the great years. I mean, I was mm -hmm. there. I was I, I was expecting to pull for them. I hated the Cowboys, so, you know, I was so excited. And that's all right. Lynn, that Lynn Swan catch. That's what we want to hear. That's the one that I will remember forever. I just yell and I'm excited. I was a Rams fan back then. So the four Super Bowl, I wasn't really super excited about losing, but I was freshman in college. I remember saying, We played against the Steelers very well. I am not disappointed. We lost. It was we played them very well. Um I once again had that respect for organization. I knew enough about the great earlier players um, fast Willie Parker from Clinton high school, which is not even an hour from here. So mm -hmm. I'm a fan of him because, because fast Willie also went to Carolina, which I was an alumnus. So, so I, I was a follower of them when he played. Um, and I want to say was Parker on that, that fifth championship. Was he a, yes, he busted the, the big court, 70 or 75 yard touchdown run. Yep. Is that how long I it was? I remember or? that. We're fan through that fantastic bad. block. <laughs> oh gosh, I feel bad. Yeah. I, I was part. I was pulling the Cardinals not because of anything <sighs> against the Steelers. I love Larry Fitzgerald. I'm mm -hmm. one of those. If I don't have a, a dog in a fight, I'll pick a player. Like this year, I'm, I'm pulling for um, Chris Paul and and Sons because I I respect Chris Paul. I think he deserves the championship. But that was the only reason. But God, what a great game that that ninety what. The 99 was over 100 yard interception returned by James Harrison. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. And then the, the the toe down. I remember going, his second foot wasn't down, but 
I'm happy that second. I'm happy that other foot was down. So that was yeah. Nothing but respect. I was so I was so happy for Coach Tomlin, um, for what he had done, and um, and just the respect for the organization. And I remember when Tomlin was hired, and they had only had um, Nolan and um, Collar and, and him, and in fact, he's still there. I mean, I love that whole idea of a of, of a organization that's reason loyalty and has trust. And, you know, it's like if it was a school system, that's the kind of school system I'd want to work for. If I right. was a coach yep. or player, Absolutely. that's the kind. So once there was interest, genuine interest in my son, I was like, this is, this is great. And I, um, I, I messaged a friend I met at the, the Shrine Bowl down in on Tampa, well, actually St. Pete. And I told him, hey, he had a great um, interview with Steelers. What do you think about that? And this guy lives in Philadelphia. He's an Eagles guy. He said, that is a perfect fit, Alex. And I remember that. And I was like, okay, this is this, this is good. And then I started doing some more research. And as the more the more I went through the names, I, I remember Woodley. And I remember um, all the other great players. I didn't didn't realize some of them had played for the Steelers until I started watching some of the highlights recently. But um, we knew the tradition was great. I mean, me and Jack Lambert. But <laughs> I remember as oh man, just wow. Yeah. Well, wow. you're you're not gonna have a problem with Steelers fans if you're saying you were pulling for Larry Fitzgerald, because remember it's Pitt. So Pitt. you know yes. okay. Steelers fans generally also pull for Fitzgerald anytime he's <laughs> okay. not playing. The had Steelers. it had it not been the Steelers, I would have been paired oh, absolutely. for Arizona because that, of that Larry guy deserves a ring. He's he's fantastic. And I mean, I mean, like I say, when when you go into Heinz Field, now you've been to Heinz Field because you've been able, you were able to go to games last year with as part of friends and family was, was there anywhere was there any place you were completely locked out of because of covid where you where they you couldn't where family couldn't even come to the games a lot of disappointment we um obviously we missed the giants game because of the new york rule mm-hmm. and the bills game yeah. for that same reason mm-hmm. um no one was allowed until the broncos game i think it was no no broncos game we missed it was the eagles game that was the first game yes. we were at so we came to the eagles me and my wife, me and my daughter came to the Browns game. My wife and I went to Tennessee. I want to say then we had that craziness. Oh, that was that craziness with the um, closing the facility down. And mm. so the next game, I want to say I went to was possibly the Ravens game. But, you know, brother and I went to the Ravens game. Um, I didn't get back to Huntsville until the Washington football team game. Yeah, because wow. I kind of took a break from the games and then they – didn't allow people for a while. Um, we were at Jacksonville. We were at Cincinnati. Um, I'm missing one. Didn't mm, that playoff game, which is kind of forgettable. But yeah, we were there for that. So <laughs> I got a good taste. Didn't get the feel. Oh, Cowboys. Sorry, Cowboys. Um, that was the mm-hmm. biggest crowd that I was at. Um, and that was fun. Definitely fun going in there and beating them. Yeah, because I I'm trying to remember which game it was. It was on the road where you did post on Twitter about they had the they had the family seats like really far out there. Which which one? Do you remember which, where was that one? Cincinnati Bingo. Oh yeah. So did you have to take yeah, the Escaloser? <laughs> it was I was sitting. We were sitting next to Benny Snell's family, and um, I forget who else was nearest, but we were literally. Five rows from the top, 
plenty of space in front of us. Talking about they were trying to, they were doing more than social distancing. <laughs> they, they they did it on purpose, and it was it was really frustrating. Um, and of course, we didn't play well, so that just made that game. So that's one that we're probably not going to. That'll be a, a rest weekend. So we won't make that trip to Cincinnati this year. <laughs> enjoy the, I mean, there's some good eating up there. We enjoy that. It's a pretty, the river's really pretty and all, but yeah, we'll take mm-hmm. a break this year. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 trust me, Steelers fans, you don't, we don't want to talk about those places, you know, to, to have to go. I mean, the state of Ohio, I mean, it's yeah. funny because, you know, I've, I've been to Columbus a couple of times, but, you know, and that doesn't seem so bad, but it's just, just as a Steelers fan, you don't even want to think about that. You get between the mistake by the lake and everything else, just stay away. You're, you're fine. But uh, yeah, actually R- Rich and I, we both, we both have season tickets, but not together because when I got my tickets, he was still down in, in William and Mary. So he wasn't in on that. So I, I went in with my, with my sister's husband. And now then when a friend of mine's like, Oh, I can get tickets. You want to come with me? I said, how about my brother? So we're excited to get back to games this year. We're, we're excited to get there. We, uh, we both live in Maryland. We're not, we live about a hundred miles apart, probably even more than that. Um, but than uh, that. I, I make the three and a half hour trip to go to as many games as I can, and it's and it's great. We, we've got another super chat. I better bring up here because a double HH throws nineteen ninety nine into the tip jar, Ooh. and uh, he says if there is one offensive play Alex has the choice of being a part of, would it be a as a fullback blowing up another linebacker or b going in as a tight end catching a pass? What do you think would be more exciting for Alex? I'm going to say B. Um, mm-hmm. he, he, when we were in Pop Warner, he played there pretty much. He played both ways. So he played a lot of um, running back. Actually, he was pretty quick when he was younger. Um, played some running back, some fullback in the last year, Pop Warner. Um, he wanted to play both ways his senior year but just a strange year with a lot there were just some personnel issues between jv and varsity but he only only played defense um but he would have been a tight end if he would have played then so mm-hmm. i think he would like to catch that ball he has some decent hands um he thinks he has great hands um, oh we know we know he had great hands against the ravens um on was that third that was halloween night or it was it was it was on November first, day after Halloween. Mm-hmm. At Charlotte, he could have had at least two interceptions, and both times he just kind of one was so easy, just I don't know what happened. The other one, he wasn't looking. So I was like, please catch this one. I was sitting there in that same end zone with the with the interception was, and what I actually had, I had my camera, and I said, you know what? I told my brother-in-law George, let me just record. You never know, he might get a good tackle. So I actually had it on, and I was. I mean, I was focused on the camera. I didn't jump at all until after I realized it was him. I used to be a photographer in high school and still love photography. So I was getting that good picture. I said, George, that was that Alex? He said, yes. Yeah. I said, go, son. Go, son. I still kept it recording the whole time. Um, yeah, good good, good hands. And I, I love what Tony Rumble said. He high-pointed the ball. Yes, he did. That was <laughs> the first did. thing I noticed when he did that. it. Yep. First thing yeah, I noticed was, on that was, boy, he high-pointed that football. That was fantastic. It was special. So, and I, and it, to me, it shows he really has worked. He worked on those things at practice. And he, he, he and as you said, um, they told him, hey, um, be prepared for it. And he did it again. He was ready. So. 
All right. So, so Mr. Highsmith, my son is here in the live chat. He put a question in there, and I'm going to go ahead and ask it for him. Okay. But I'm going to ask it in two parts. First of all, since you got it to be in Heinz Field, did you get to experience the playing of Renegade? Two of the games. Um, they didn't play the Eagles game, which I was surprised. Um, they but they played in the Browns game, and even though there weren't that many people, it still felt good. I mean, it it, it was it was special. I remember giving my phone to my daughter. And I said, "Recording me doing some of this stuff," and I had the towel <laughs> going, and um, it, it it was good. So that besides seeing my son's name up on the picture up on the um jumbotron, but hearing that what the crowd's going to be one of the things I'm most excited about this year. That, that's yeah, you're special. you're going to love when there's sixty thousand plus fans in there going nuts at that. Uh, that is an experience in itself. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm, I've I've talked about in the past that the loudest renegade that I've been at in person was I was at the I was at the game. Um, we call it the 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 Joe Hayden interception game when the Steelers beat the Patriots. Um, in I can't even remember the I don't even twenty eighteen. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. That was, you know, and they they, and they beat them at home. They, when they played Renegade there, it was, it was crazy. I can't wait to get back to the stadium, um, in order for that. So, um, so yeah, that that was another thing. So now I'm trying to to, to remember. Uh, <laughs> I had three questions in my mind. Now I want to ask. Remember which one I want to do. Rich, you go ahead. I'll 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 I'll, I'll sort this out. You, you mentioned us a little bit off the camera, but I'm going to go ahead and ask this so that our, our folks out there in, in YouTube, Facebook, podcast forum can, can hear this. You know, how often do you get to communicate with Alex? And have you talked to him today with minicamp going on? I would say we generally talk to him three or four nights a week. Um, sometimes on if he's got a lot going on, he's tired, he won't call, but he's generally pretty good. And sometimes he'll call mom and he won't even talk to me. And that's actually fine. I mean, I'm I am okay with saying my son's a mama's boy because I was one myself, so I'm not gonna um have an argument with that. But, um he he called earlier, um, we were because we're getting a I don't know if you guys have seen the post, but we are, are sponsoring the first annual Alzheimer's football youth camp. A youth football camp, excuse me, and um, we were just kind of talking about that and some some of the follow up with some of the guys who were coming to help and just some things. So he said he called, so I want to make sure that I was the guy that called before or after this. But um, yeah, we three to four times a week. Um, sometimes um, we got calls every night. Um, depending now during the season, sometimes that would still go down. But you know, we still I would still say at least two. Um. If mom doesn't hear, she's gonna worry. Um, and I'll text first. I'll, I'll, I generally don't call just to, because you never know who's around now. And if I call, then he'll he if he doesn't answer, I mean yeah, he's doing something or he's sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he um, mm -hmm. it, it's good to to stay in touch. Um, because I mean obviously we know our son's a professional football player, but we still don't see him that way. Um. Because it really hasn't changed, except he drives a nice new truck that he didn't drive before. Um, and I have the old truck that he had, uh, his all, but um, it's and it's just real important that 
as a family, make sure that he stays grounded. And I think it's important that to him that he stays grounded. Um, so I will be honest, part of the, one of the good things about COVID, it, we didn't have the, just the, the full onslaught of people and everyone around. It was just a kind of quiet transition to this. And I think it's going to help this coming year for him. Um, yeah, the groupies, okay. all that stuff. And yeah, I don't have to deal with a, a lot with that. So. So, but before we do our break, I do want to ask one more quick question to follow up. There is so, where did Alex spend the off season? Did he did he stay in Pittsburgh? Was he home with you all? Was he kind of, you know, various places, or or how did that work? The majority of the time, he was in Cornelius, North Carolina, which is maybe twenty minutes north of Charlotte. Um, he okay. worked out of that uh, uh, Jet Performance Labs. Um run by a former trainer for the Panthers. And it's really cool. He worked out with um, Daniel Jones, who's native in Charlotte. Um, Stephon Gilmore had been there some, because I want to say he's either from somewhere in South Carolina. But anyway, he was he was there. And uh, he met, met several people. Um, and it was really good. I went one day and took a bunch of pictures and um, just watched the, the training regimen, which is pretty cool. I actually never posted those pictures. But I, I need to post some of them because people are saying how big he's gotten. Well, he, he works. I mean, ooh, wow. Yeah, he's he's yeah, looking works. fantastic. He really is. So well, we're going to go ahead and, and roll into our break here. We're going to finish up part one, and you're going to stick with us, um, right? Like I said, um, if Alex calls, you have our permission to go. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're going to go ahead boss. and take our break. So. <laughs> so if you're here, if yeah. you listen to us on the audio side, uh, just go ahead and click on over to part two. If you're here with us on YouTube or Facebook, just hold on. We'll be back in just a moment. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.